Welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by Non-Stop Dogwear, releasing your dog's potential through robust, reliable and ergonomically designed gear. Whether that dog is small or big, purebred or a mix, a world champion or a family dog, does not matter. All dogs are equal and deserve nothing but the best. Dog jackets are more than just fashion. They keep your dog happy and comfortable in any condition, allowing you to get out and have fun together, whatever the weather. Check out Nonstop's new range of trekking dog raincoats and insulated jackets. Head to your local Nonstop Dogwear stockist. Hello, welcome to this episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Today, we're reverting from the norm a little bit again because I'm interviewing Louise. The eagle-eyed amongst you over the last couple of months will have noticed that there hasn't been much of pickle on her social media. Um, And that was for a very important reason. As you'll now know, um, Pickle had a litter of puppies. So we thought we would chat today all about breeding, essentially, and Louise's own experience of breeding Pickle, because it's been actually quite a long process, hasn't it, Louise? It has. And I'm not an expert. I just say that out there. (laughs) I'm sure there's a few of you out there that have uh, bred for a lot longer than I have. But yes, it's been uh, it's been going on for a long time. Previous dog. Um, which we wanted to breed with, but she wasn't suitable. So, um, yeah, so then when we got Pickle, we thought, let's try again. (laughs) So so, so talk to us just a little bit about Pickle. How old is she? um, So she's five now. So I knew that if I couldn't get her mated this time, um, that that would probably be the last opportunity because she was getting that little bit older to have her first litter. Um, We have tried in the past Mm. and that didn't work. Uh, for reasons I now understand, um, it's amazing what you learn about your dogs and the whole the whole process of it. Oh, okay, so tell us a little bit, bit about that then. So where, where do you start when you're looking at breeding your dog? Like, what's the first thing? Obviously, you need to do some research. Yes. So, um, my, uh, so there's two things I did. I've got a really good friend who uh, breeds flat coats, actually, and she's bred quite a few. Uh, And she at one point had four generations in her family, like living with her. So that was amazing. Um, So she was my kind of mentor. But the book that I was recommended by so, so many people was a a book called The Book of of the Bitch. Amazing. (laughs) Who's that by? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. And it's still downstairs where the puppies were. (laughs) We'll (laughs) pop it in the show notes. Yeah, no, it's really good. And they update it regularly, which is the important thing to to do. and it tells you everything that you need to know, some things you really don't want to know. Um, and But that's good because you get sort of good and bad of what could happen during a pregnancy. Um, and so, yeah, so so I did a lot of research. So my first dog was the one I was trying to um, breed from, but she, I wanted to obviously do it as a pedigree dog. Um, she, her hip score, because you have to get the hip score and the eyes tested. So when we got Pickle, when she was a year old, I got her eyes tested because that's the cheaper way to do it. So if the eyes are bad, there's no point in getting the rest of it done because you can't breed them as a kennel club registered dog. Okay, I see. Um, And then those were all right. And then I got her hips done. So I thought I'd get them done while she was the best she probably possibly could be um, at uh, one years old. 
and then um then uh yeah so so we went on from there life gets in the way circumstances happen um and we tried to breed her just after covid i think mate her um and she wasn't having it and it's really interesting the 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 stud dogs you go to some are good some are really really helpful so the the person I went to first of all he was good and he wanted certain things we had to do blood tests um to see when she was ovulating so to make sure that you could breed at or mate at the right time um but it didn't work she wasn't interested she was so not interested and it was actually quite distressing your little baby girl (laughs) so that didn't work um and then we decided that we would try again but we've been doing lots of work at home and things like that so it just wasn't the right time so we had to do it this this time and I found a stud dog uh down in Cornwall because Mm -hmm. we were there for the summer and and again this is through people telling me there's a, a site called champ dogs a website which you can find litters on you can find all sorts of things and um it was a really good site and again my friend who who's sort of my mentor mentor through it I I should have looked this up there's a score that you have to a coefficiency score so because there's so much interbreeding with dogs yeah and I'm going to get this wrong but there's you want them to be I think as far apart from each other so that they're so down the line their breed their sort of heritage doesn't come together yeah that would make sense yeah yeah so the um so basically, we found a stud dog where it was really good to to breed her from, and that happened to be in Cornwall. So that was really good. Interestingly enough, the stud dog that we used the first time, it wasn't very good. They weren't a good match. So that's interesting. So did she perhaps sense that then? But, yeah, don't know, but it's quite nice. That, I mean, I've learned so much going through the process. You know, now, yeah. Um, that yeah. So this dog, and so we mated her. So for those of you who know, Pickles a black lab. Um, and we mated her with a red fox, and she had five gorgeous puppies. But we're going to those. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after you've mated her, like how long is the wait? Then it must be quite a tense kind of time to wait and see because it's obviously quite expensive to do this as well. Well, yeah. So we had to pay a stud fee. Um, that's what we paid. Some some breeders or some stud dogs want a, co- a cost of a puppy or want a puppy or something like that. So we had the stud fee and then we also had to do, so she was, um, I, I, obviously because I'd had this previous experience with Pickle and not her not sort of taking, we did blood tests. So they do blood tests to find out when she's ready to ovulate or she's just ovulated. We, she is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew that anyway. So she ovulated really late in her sort of cycle, mm. her season, um, which sort of made sense with a lot of other things so I had to do four blood tests in the in the you know to get her to the point where we could mate her so yeah the costs ramped up and I think for all that you sort of think it does work out like a cost of a puppy if you're going in for it for the you know the the profit side and and just to say it's not it's not a cheap thing to do no really isn't a cheap thing to do um so yes we got a mated um and you have to I decided to get a scan, so we we waited four weeks to get her scanned. I think you can wait, you can get it a bit earlier, but they can't tell you exactly how many there are. And right. again, again, it, uh, you know, other people understand it's the way their womb is, and I think that's the way it's shaped and stuff. So they could see three. Uh, she ended up having five. 
that's amazing mm, it was and she actually had the same and I don't know if there's anything in that she had the same as her mother her mother only had five so whether there's in you know inherent thing in there I don't know yeah possibly that's interesting isn't it so, so tell us about her pregnancy then how, how long is it a pregnant for it's not that long is it no it's nine just over nine weeks so the, the interesting thing, that the because uh, you have to, when the dogs mate, and I'm sure you all know this, they tie together, so you have to stand there holding them so they don't come apart. Yeah, this seems very intrusive to me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best thing. I got a really bad back after it because I was bending over holding her head. <laughs> but yeah, no, she was fine. Um, so we were chatting away while we were sort of waiting for this process to happen. Um, and apparently um, the development of a dog's fetus is a a week's development is the same sort of thing as a month of a human wow that's so quick isn't it it's so quick but they do most of their um growing uh, on the outside their development is looking for on the outside Mm -hmm. because when they're born they are really immature Mm -hmm. you know the senses and stuff it's it is fascinating but her pregnancy she was really good and we canny crossed a bit um she did it's really interesting because there's a lot of um so some people say don't swim don't let them okay. swim or go into water um my vets well nick nick the vet yeah. <laughs> from our popular ask the vet series yeah. Yeah. he was like what did you do when you were pregnant I was like, well, I did quite a bit of swimming, actually. Yeah, I remember swimming, yoga, running, cycling, yeah. all kinds. Yeah. yeah, so I guess if a dog's active, is that what he was recommending? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's, and so I ran with her a couple of times. But obviously, it was during the summer, so I wasn't going to run hugely, hugely, um, and we were by the coast. I left her in the sea. What I think with the water thing, and again, someone might be able to tell us, is if you're plunging into cold horrible water I mean the sea was yeah you know she was she was fine in it and I think it might be that that they're sort of saying the shock of it but I couldn't keep her out of the sea as we were there so um, or is it more bacteria maybe as well yeah it might be a bit of both mightn't it yeah um I've never really got to the bottom of that so I would actually be interested to hear what the the background to that is but I let her swim (laughs) so and and we know she loves swimming she's drawn to water isn't she yeah so she was absolutely fine so yeah so that was it so all through the pregnancy she was fine and then it was just the last few weeks pickle didn't get that big um she just looked like no one really noticed which was good um she just looked like a fat labrador fat labrador and of course we know that labrador's like the food so that's very yeah. easily done isn't it yeah yeah so, she, <laughs> so no one was like no one was like i think people were quite surprised when she had them <laughs> whereas i was like oh my god you're getting so fat and of course we we only see, saw the top half of pickle's head and things didn't we on, yeah i did post a few social things. media yeah and i i could get away with it because um it was summer so obviously i'd be running by myself and things yeah like off season yeah. for canny cross yeah so and there was a reason I did that. Oh, I know there was a reason I did that um, because I don't know. I'm still I was still anxious about the fact that she could get stolen, yeah. um, and especially when the puppies arrived. So that was why I had a sort of radio silence on um, on putting stuff on social media. Yeah, I think you have to be very careful in this day don't you because we, we do put a lot on social media I see people posting pictures of their dogs with their pet tags on for example yeah um with yeah. Their personal details on and yeah. you have to be so careful 
I think that's true. And it's so easy to find out, you know, where people are and things like that. So so that's the reason I did it. I mean, there was a lot of WhatsApps going around with photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of us knew it was a very well kept secret, though, wasn't it? it was, and for someone that likes social media, I was quite surprised at myself. <laughs> you did very well. I know. I think it's because I was so shattered. <laughs> I didn't have time to do things. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, no, she she had a brilliant pregnancy. But um, how often does she see the vet during pregnancy, is it? She didn't. She doesn't? No. You, you don't. You, I mean, we had a scan and that was it. And I think I spoke to the nurse once just to clarify a few things. It's things like worming and stuff like that. You can't obviously, you have to make sure you've got the right stuff. Um, yeah. And I couldn't give her what I was giving her. So I had to give her some other stuff, which was horrible. Um, uh, so it was just a few things. Um, but mainly the book was uh, was down to the T for that for everything that was happening through yeah. her pregnancy. Okay. So what about food? Did she did she need extra food during her pregnancy? Yeah, we the last couple of weeks we upped the food um, yeah. because she's getting ready for the birth. Yeah. And obviously milk, um, although that sort of kicks in once the puppies are. Yeah. yeah so we did we did up it. Uh, and she took it and it was really interesting uh, before I actually knew she was confirmed she was pregnant the first few weeks she was starving I've never seen her like it she was everywhere where there was food I know she's a Labrador but she was really really hungry and then that calmed down and then she got hungry again at the end but yeah and so I kind of thought if she's not pregnant then there's something else going on (laughs) so hungry so I kind of thought she was which was good but that kicked in really quickly as well. So, yeah. uh, so it was good. Yeah. So tell us about the birth then. Was it was it on time? Were you she, all ready um, for it? Yeah, we were ready for it, just. So you have to do quite a lot of preparation, uh, mm. make sure you've got everything. I had a lot of people collecting newspaper. Uh, in yeah, so the, lots, lots of newspaper. What else do you need then? You had a big whelping box, didn't you? Had a big whelk, whelping box, um, and which I got up and got her sleeping in. So mm. she was used to it uh, for a few. Well, I was going to do it for a bit longer, but then she, she gave birth a bit earlier than we thought. Um, and just, um, yeah, so it, it was that. And then... Sort of the stages of birth were again in this book are classic. Um, she starts so there's the first stage of labour where they are really uncomfortable and they're you know panting and they want to go outside a lot. So it's best not to let them out without a lead on because they'll go right. and have, have a pup somewhere. Outside. Yeah, you might go and hide. Yeah, because they wanted a nest. So yeah. that was that was quite distressing. So. That can go on from 12 to 48 hours, apparently. So it started on the Thursday night. And I said to my husband, I'm going to sleep downstairs Mm. because, or stay downstairs because, you know, don't know what's happening. Anyway, I put a little camp bed up outside and put her to bed. But she was really nesting in this, in the welcome box. And then it went quiet. And I was just about to go to sleep. I thought, I'll just go and check on her. Well, (laughs) went in. And I could hear this little sort of noise, and it was really weird. And I looked at her, and then I saw this puppy's head. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So she just she just started giving birth with yeah, like, yeah. So, you just, wow. Yeah, and I think what happened: this puppy wasn't in the sack, so I got a bit nervous um, because again, you read everything and you know what's yeah. supposed to be happening, um, and this was like, no, this isn't right. Um, and what I think she did was obviously licked it uh-huh. a lot as it was coming out maybe maybe because it was the first one yeah I don't know 
So I, what I had read really well and talked to us, you know, my friend Sally about was how to deliver a pub. So I helped her out with the first one whilst shouting at my husband, who was fast asleep in bed. <laughs> Did you manage to wake him up? <laughs> yeah, he'd fortunately gone to sleep with the door open, which was, was quite impressed with that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the first one was born and she, it was it was it is fascinating to see nature kick in. Yeah. And she did everything she should do, you know, and we were like, oh. (laughs) And then they do say in the book, don't leave it longer than two and a half hours. Right. If if the next pup pup hasn't come, then ring the vet. Mm. Uh, So about two and a quarter hours, this poor one pup that had been born was getting all the attention from Pickle, but there was nothing else happening. And we were starting to get a little bit concerned got the numbers out and then she started having contractions and then from there on they came back every hour right. but it was fascinating because we had red fox we had black that's <laughs> incredible yeah just seeing them come out and then um yeah and she was she was brilliant and it's just it is because you do worry about what your dog's going to be like and she she was a star actually through the whole thing she was knackered yeah that's that's a long time to be actually like giving birth isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. wow and, um, yeah, so they were, and it was just fascinating seeing them come out. I mean, you knew what colour they were going to be, obviously, because you could tell straight yeah. away. Um, so, yeah, she she was really good. The hard thing is not knowing when she's finished, because I thought, well, five. Yeah, because you don't know how many, because you thought three. Yeah. Well, we knew there was three. Mm. We thought that, I think a normal litter for a, a lab is sort of six or seven. So I thought yeah. she'd do that. Um so yeah, it was. Uh, there was a bit of hanging around afterwards, going, "Is there another one? Is there another one?" <laughs> so, but yeah, so she had five, and she had all girls. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, which is quite unusual, but that was good as well. So um, yeah, so it was. Uh, it was an exhausting night. So I'm, I'm intrigued about this first pup out. Was she kind of more attached to that one, or how was she with the pups? No, I don't think she was. I mean, it's really interesting because she was the first one out was the last one to go. Right. So she did get she okay bond with it in the last sort of day and a half. Mm. Um, and it was sweet seeing them together because with five, it's a bit of a you know it's a bit full on for full on yeah. yeah. But she no, she was really good and she took to it all really well. Um, I think by the time they went, she was had enough. Mm. Definitely. But it's just fascinating to see nature take its course and, and you know, just the way she looks, they have to lick them and, you know, everything, you know, to clean them up. But they, she did it naturally, oh. um, which she kind of makes sense. But, you, 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 yeah, it was, it was fascinating to see. And I was absolutely fascinated with the pups because they come out and the only sense that they have is smell. Right. Okay. So yeah, they're, they're totally blind, aren't they, when they're born? Yeah, totally blind. They can't hear. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're like little tadpoles. That's all I could oh. describe them as. And they sort they of have use much that... fur at that age. When yeah. They're... Yeah. They have fur. Um, the only bit that's a bit weird, and you noticed it more on the red fox ones, was mm. the around their nose. It was more pink. So yeah. they actually they look quite ugly. Some of them. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> Poppy when we got a. She was kind of a, a young pup. She had a pink nose. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and also they're quite squat because their their oh. faces haven't developed, so they look like little bulldogs or something like that. They're kind of really cute, and their little ears are sort of their ear flaps are pinned up against their heads, so they look like Darth Vader or something like that. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but they were yeah, and they did yeah. It was amazing. But it, what was lovely to see was the development. Uh, and again, the book was really good in telling what should be happening yeah. where. 
But the, the one that fascinated me the most was the ears and the ear canals opening because you could see them getting bigger and bigger. Oh, wow. And and then you obviously when they could start to hear hear you. So it was it was fascinating in such a short time because we only had them for eight weeks. Yeah. To see them from like sort of tadpole side to, you know. Into chunky, as we know, puppies. Like yeah. we don't often see them that young, do we? Uh, no so um yeah it was uh, it was fascinating so how long does it take for them to develop their other senses then when does the sight and the hearing fully develop uh, i think the hearing uh, the sight was about 3 weeks mm-hmm. and the hearing was a bit after that um yeah. i should have had the book with me shouldn't i i'm really no, it's, it's okay yeah. i'm sure people can can go and buy it and have <laughs> a read if they're interested <laughs> we're not we're not the experts like you say <laughs> no it's just my experience yeah. of, of it all um so wow. yeah so it was uh it was um yeah it was really good yeah so how how was it looking after five puppies and mum like was who did the most work you or pickle <laughs> uh I did quite a lot of work yeah you you were you slept downstairs with her for quite a while yeah and, and I'd be really interested to sit, hear people's views on that so because next said just let nature take its course. And I'm like, I've only got five. Um, It was, it was interesting having uh, yellow or red fox ones and black ones. The black ones you lost so quickly in her, you know, when she was around. So the reason I stayed down, so the first four days we stayed up with them. Yeah. Andrew and I took it in turns to, to sort of be up. I actually watched the whole of the Beckham Netflix documentary in in one go oh wow okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know just to keep myself occupied because the the threat is that they're going to get squashed um and I think that you know in nature that would happen yes but I had five pups had five people that you know wanted them and the last thing I wanted was to come down one morning and find one that had been squashed I couldn't I couldn't go through that so I slept with them for three weeks and to be fair she came out the whelping box and slept out of it after probably two and a half. So yeah. I would wake up and get her back in to, to feed uh, or she'd go back in. And I would be lying next to the whelping box and I'd sleep. I'd get sleep. Yeah. Uh, it was just disturbed sleep. So that I did that. That was fine. And then when I went upstairs, I came back down mid, mid sort of three o'clock in the morning to get her to feed you know because she was getting in it she wasn't sleeping in the box Mm. and then we eventually just left them so I did have I have to say I had a baby monitor did you yeah yeah I never had one for my son but I had one for the (laughs) box (laughs) so yeah so they they thrived they absolutely thrived so um yeah yeah, and they are absolutely beautiful. I, I love seeing all the videos of the little puppies coming through. I know, I know. And we're really fortunate because um, we, so the, the one I'm most excited about is that um, one of her daughters has gone to her, Pickle's mother. So she's with the grandmother. Oh, that's so nice. That's one of the black ones went. So she, she's uh, she's gone. Uh, so we're going to, in the new year, try and get a picture of the three of them. Oh, that's so <laughs> this cute. Generation. Um, so that's really sweet. And Granny's accepted her. So that's good. And then we've got two stayed in the village. My favourite one. Oh, I shouldn't say that in case they listen. Not allowed like um, favourite. Ah, <laughs> uh, but they don't know which one it is. Um, and then the, yeah, there's one in London and there's one in a village nearby. So they are all really local. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice. I'm really looking forward to seeing them grow up. Oh, that's so cute. 
I know they're really cute. Yeah, I bet it was really strange when they went, wasn't it? it? The house must have seemed so quiet. How was Pickle? How did she cope with it? Well, unfortunately, Pickle got really ill. Oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the last week of having them, we had to keep them apart. Anyway, we had started to to to, mm. to wean them completely. Yeah. Um, and that was the most stressful time—the weaning part before she yeah. got ill, because I couldn't find anything about it. Um, or well, not much about it to know what you know what was the best way. Do you just sort of go cold turkey on the pups? They were feeding. They were you know they were on solid food. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting. Um, but anyway, she picked because um, I was this time sort of by this time walking her out. Um, she picked well. She got gastroenteritis. Oh bless her! And she she went downhill really quickly. I think because she'd been feeding. Um, so we had a bit of a traumatic week with yeah. her. Um, so we had to keep the pups away because she was on antibiotics that they couldn't have, and obviously we didn't want to infect them. Um, so so that was a bit traumatic. Um, and then when the last well, by the time the last one was leaving, we were able to put them back together again. So she was able to see them. But she was fine. I think by that point, they were just like a, a bit of a nightmare. They were hanging off her. And she had enough. <laughs> yeah. We're getting a bit boisterous for her. <laughs> yeah, sharp teeth and uh, whatever. So, yeah, well, the, they, we, we got rid of them over four days. And I think when we just had one left, I was in bits. It was yeah. really, like a bereavement because you've. You've nurtured these yeah. these puppies, and and they feel very much part of your life. And you've started to see their personalities come through. Um, you know, I'm not a, a breeder in that. You know, I did it for the pure experience of of doing it. Um, and also, you know, I like pickle. Um, so yeah, it was it was really hard. So the fact that they're nearby is nice, and we yeah. get we have a great WhatsApp group, and get, I'm getting updates all the time now. So have you been to see any of them since? I've been to see one of them uh who i've been to see one of them a couple of times and i think the first few i think she recognized us yeah because I, I keep thinking i was the first voice she you're, heard yeah so. you're her first human exactly yeah. so she's got to like me of course <laughs> so i'll pop in i will over the christmas period pop and see a few more um and, and see so yeah because i want want to be part of it but the exciting bit they're all going training together or part four of them are mm. um with Susie who we had on uh with agility oh Harris. yes of course give that episode a listen if you haven't that's all about agility for dogs oh that'll yeah. be fantastic yeah so I think she's really looking forward to it and I can't wait to see the photos oh how exciting <laughs> yeah oh, I love I that have... they're all so local I know I might have to pop over on one training session just to have a watch yeah <laughs> but yes yeah, so yeah so pickles now um getting back to normal yeah so how is she so you, you've taken her out canny crossing so how long ago was this when did she have the pops so she had them on the 6th of october yeah and went to the beginning of december yeah so we'd gradually started to increase her walking on lead um and then because again you have to get the milk to go um and then started taking on slightly longer walks letting her off a bit more so she was running around and then um this week, so recording this sort of mid-September, uh, end of December, I started to take, I did a canny cross with her uh, to get her back in harness. Forgot how to use the harness properly and didn't tighten it up properly, but never mind, she was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we just did a run jog. So we're doing like a catch to 5K. Yeah. Because, yeah, I didn't want her to get too tired. We've been doing some... Um, Sophie, the um, Sophie Sparrow, who again we've spoken to about mm-hmm. dog conditioning. So there's another episode on that. She, um, I've been doing some core exercises with Pickle mm. 
coming up to that. Um, and um, yeah, so I thought I'm going to give it a go. And we did. And she was absolutely fine. Yeah. We didn't do, we didn't go fast. We didn't do much. She wasn't she wasn't she pulled. She got back into it really quickly. Um, she wasn't she's not as fast as she was. No. Uh, that's just fitness. That'll take time, a bit of time to come back, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to gradually build her up and hopefully maybe get a race in next before the end of the season. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. 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 See how she goes. Yeah. If anything, that's the bit I've missed the most is kind of crossing with her. I'm sure she's missed it as well, though, hasn't she? She's she's a very active dog, so yeah, it's been tough for her as well. Yeah. I mean, I think she was, you know, while she was having the pups, she obviously didn't want to do anything. But um, yeah. She's been great. And uh, yeah, she is. She's back to normal. She's got her place back in the, the family kind of thing. Yes. She's top dog again. Yeah. yeah, she's top dog, which I think she's quite happy about. Yeah, all the attention and all the treats. Although, yeah, yeah maybe maybe not those mince pies that you posted about. Oh, yes. Yes. So, yes. Thankfully, we just recorded the episode with Nick. about. We had. Christmas. We knew exactly what to do, didn't we? It was fresh in my mind. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we'd had a big power cut here and it, it was a horrible day and I'd been shopping and yeah, she nipped in and got the mince pies. The most expensive ones that I buy as well. So it wasn't, uh, they weren't cheap ones. No. Oh. Anyway, so she had another Once trip. a Labrador, always a Labrador. Yeah, I know. Well, I think she's become a Labrador. She never used to be that bad. So uh, yeah, bless her. Yeah. Oh, so, yes. well, yeah. Well done, Pickle. And well done you. Yes, so she will now be on my social media a lot now. <laughs> yes, good. Yeah, we've we've missed her. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting that people didn't well didn't say anything. I I find that fascinating um, that people didn't didn't actually say anything. So what do yeah. people notice? Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if listeners out there had guessed. Did did you know? Did you yeah. know what was going on when Louise made the big announcement? Yeah. <laughs> so so would you, would you go through the process again? It seems like it's been a real adventure. Yeah, if Pickle's all right, we potentially will do another litter. Mm. Um, it wasn't right for us to keep one this time, yeah. uh, this year, which is why we didn't. Um, but I would love one. So either one of her daughters has got to reproduce or we yeah. will do it again. So we'll see. But, yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Watch this um, space. Yeah, so yeah, perhaps you'll have some, some of Pickle's pups out canny crossing with you at some point. Yeah, well, one of them they're wants old to. Enough. So one, of them, one of them wants to. So, um yeah, it'll be interesting when she's a year or 18 months old, we'll get her going. Yeah, oh, lovely. Yes, brilliant. Well, yes, yeah, so that's Pickle, so she's back to normal now. <laughs> well, we, we hope you've enjoyed listening to Louise's experience all about Pickle having puppies. And um, Do let us know if you've got any more questions. We'll be happy to answer them on the um, Canny Cross Conversations Instagram page. So just, just tag us in or on Louise's personal Pause for Running Instagram. Let us know. Um, we'll be back in the new year with a brand new episode of Candy Cross Conversations for you. Thank you once again for tuning in and wishing you all a very happy new year. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. And if you get a moment, please leave us a review. We'll see you next time on Candy Cross Conversations. Thanks to our sponsors, Nonstop Dogwear. Head to your local Nonstop Dogwear stockist to check out the new trekking dog raincoat and insulated jacket.